I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family all over the world. Welcome to this week's extremely special episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's Wright. And joining me for today's conversation is a beautiful friend of mine who has just co-authored my current book with me, Loved, A 90-Day Journey into the Heart of God, and along with her authoring many other extremely successful, well-loved book with, uh, books with Dr. Brian Simmons. It is, of course, the beautiful Gretchen Rodriguez. Gretchen, welcome to the show today. Oh, thank you. Wow, it's so good to be here. What a beautiful little journey we've started with, you know, mm. I love it. I love what we've done with the Holy Spirit, mm. with the book yeah. that we co-authored. That was mm. such a divine moment for, mm. for, I know our readers, you know, I've already had some mm. feedback mm. and they are just really sensing the love of God. And that's, that's what it's about. Ah, yeah. absolutely. I know I have as well. And somebody actually wrote in last week and said that from being the sort of decades into their life now, um, and in, as a child, they suffered extreme trauma and ha have never recovered <laughs> and said they'd shared that all the years walking with God, they never really understood him until they started to read loved. And then on day six, <sighs> of the devotional had a massive encounter with Jesus and have been completely set free of all of the trauma. Isn't that amazing? Oh, and thank know you, Lord, Jesus. Understand the Lord's heart for the first time. I mean, that's just one. There's just one of oh. testimonies. I mean, honestly, honestly, that this book family, it, we've scribed it. It literally poured out from the heart of Jesus and it does facilitate encounter. Hey, Gretchen, it's just, yeah. we, we refer to it as our baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we refer to supernatural baby together with Jesus. It was so, it's just beautiful. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, just, even if you, you just write it for that one person, you know, that pre one precious heart that's been, you know, life transformed. Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. Exactly. Anyway. Okay. So you're so beautiful. So Gretchen, for people that don't know much about you, I mean, lots of people will know you watching and listening, but people who don't, can we start with a little bit, just a little bit of your backstory? Because I know you've got an amazing journey. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting, Liz, two things. Number one, what you just shared about that woman and how she spent so much time with the Lord and how trauma started to go after the sixth day. So we're going to actually pull that right into what we're talking about. And so my story of my childhood is actually one that I only recently started sharing, not because I've still been traumatized by it, but because I'm so healed that I actually forget how I was raised. And my mom got pregnant at 17 very young, had me, um, married my dad, but they didn't stay married long. You know, of course their children, they didn't stay married long, but she ended up marrying this other man. And we lived in his house from, I think I was two until about nine. 
and it was a drug house. It was, you know, constantly people in and out selling drugs and doing drugs. Um, there was people passed out in my home day and night and doing things that no child should ever see. It was, you know, I don't have any anger towards my mom or towards anyone in that circumstance. She did the best that she could. She loved me. I knew I was loved, but I didn't have peace. I didn't have that, you know, I was surrounded by so much junk. And so I would go to the Catholic church down the street. I could walk there. And I went to the Catholic school there too. And I would just walk with Jesus around the grounds of the church. I would go and I would sit with him because I knew that, you know, God is in church. That's what I was taught. God is in church. And so you go to church. And every time I would go, I wasn't praying, God, deliver me from this. I just went and sat with Jesus. I just, I wanted to know God. I wanted to know this one who made me feel warm and fuzzy inside, you know, peaceful mm. and happy. And yeah. I would just sit there for hours and hours. And I felt so safe. And I remember on Ash Wednesday, so for Catholics, that's when the priest will take, you know, ashes and make the sign of the cross on the forehead. And I didn't want to wash my forehead because I thought if I could just get God to go from my head to my heart and I could carry this sense of his presence all of the time, something's going to change. I just knew. I just knew. And anyway, a while later, the priest ended up calling my mom and saying, we're not really sure why, but we keep finding your daughter here. And it doesn't seem right. And she's here too much. And we really want her to stop. They didn't come to me and ask, why are you hanging out at church all the time? And I was constantly walking the grounds and just walking through the church and just sitting or kneeling, just being with him. And so they made me stop. And so that was, that was my story of knowing as a young child that the way to peace, the way to whatever it was that I didn't have and needed was to be with, with him, with the father. And so that was how I started out. Oh my goodness. It's so beautiful. You know, isn't it beautiful? It just struck me when you were speaking then Gretchen, what the Lord does in our lives, you know, as yeah. he draws us to himself and away from the trauma and it's in his presence that you discovered even as, you know, even then, his presence you knew somehow it was the answer you had yeah. to know him mm -hmm. that he could give you the peace he could he could give you what you lacked in your experience in life in the midst of the chaos that you were living in in the extremity yeah and jesus is jesus is the experience we've all longed for our whole yeah. lives yeah he is all yeah. of it is in him it's the so truth. Yeah. And then, you know, it was many, many years before I actually gave my life to the Lord. I didn't, I didn't know. No one had ever told me how to get saved, you know, until many, right. many years later, mm. I was a teenager, but this theme that I didn't even realize I learned as a young child, um, has 
morphed into my life and become this substance, this center of all, all that I desire, all that I am. My life's verse is Psalm 4610. Be still mm-hmm. and know that I am God. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is the place where everything changes when you pour your life out to know the one who wants to know you. Mm-hmm. Everything about life changes. Mm-hmm. You walk in a completely different way when he becomes everything. It's the Ooh, I can feel him. I, I can know, just I can feel, feel I can feel I actually so can feel Jesus. There's such an invitation in what you're sharing for I'm sure you guys can feel it. I feel this is your moment actually just to have an, an experience with Jesus to to just get still on the inside and begin to experience him you know in the way that you're talking about so as you've gone on down the years is that the way that the lord has taught you to remain connected to him can you give us a few of the keys from what you've learned of 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 the ways of god of how to remain because that that connection with his presence is life isn't it that's the most important thing i know for me as we've talked before, you know, that the pre- preserving of that connection it, with Jesus is the, is the priority of my life. Absolutely. So can, Absolutely. You, can you give us a few of the nuggets from your life that have helped you maintain such a rich, deep, beautiful relationship with Jesus? Yeah, yeah honestly, you know, for me, and I say this in a way that isn't self-deprecating, but I learned years ago, I don't like myself very much when I don't spend lots of time with Jesus. Mm. When when I'm in the flesh, <laughs> he makes us shine. <laughs> he makes us shiny. He makes us <laughs> the best version makes, of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And so for me, it has always been about starting my days with Him. Always, even when I had young kids, I learned. You know, I heard Fuchsia Pickett, who's a minister, many many years ago. She said, you can have as much of God as you want. And I thought, can I? Wow. Well, I want a lot. I want all of him. How much can I possibly know? And so I had that time I had two young, very young toddlers, um, hadn't had her third daughter. And so I would rise before they would. And that's saying a lot when you have little ones and I didn't get much sleep and I would I found out that if I could make that sacrifice of sleep, which I didn't want to do in the natural, if I could make that sacrifice and get up early to spend time with him, I found so much more grace on my day, so much more energy. And so I encourage even young moms. I know it's hard, (laughs) but time with him is key. Excuse me. So for me, it's been mornings mornings with Jesus, and then learning how to keep that connection throughout the day. I want to read um, a scripture, actually, that, so I mentioned Psalm 4610, but I want to go into Exodus um, chapter 24 and verse 12. It says, and then the Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments, which I've written, that you may teach them. That for years was my favorite, favorite verse. I mean, 
come up and be there. You know, it's just another be still and know that I am God. Come up and be there. And so I would, I would just soak and I was growing and I was changing, but there was one thing that wasn't changing. I was so riddled with fear. I was so riddled with anxiety. I, you know, I would kind of be like this constantly up and down, up and down. I'd come out of the presence of God feeling like superwoman, you know, but then I would, something would happen. I would hear mm-hmm. bad news or I'd have an, a discussion with somebody that made me feel uncomfortable and I'd Whoa, inside I and I'd go back into the fear. Mm. trigger right back. And I, I couldn't figure it out. Lord, how am I spending so much time with you, but I'm not getting free from this. And he so lovingly brought me back to this chapter. And he said, keep reading because I was stopping at come up and be there, come and be here with me. But I wasn't honoring, you know, it says, and I will give you, God says, come up and be here and I will give you. And I was receiving revelation. I was hearing the voice of God. I was seeing things in the spirit and I was eating it, eating it, eating it and loving it and enjoying it. But I wasn't honoring it by taking time to ponder the revelations, to letting them soak really deep inside of my spirit. I wasn't Mm. going back and writing it. I I tell people all the time, please journal. Yeah. Please journal what he says to you because we need to go back. The scriptures that he speaks to us, we should be writing down and highlighting, praying over them. Holy spirit, help me to really get this. Help me to honor what you're saying and what you're Mm -hmm. teaching me. Because if I don't honor it, it's not getting down into the crevices so that when I walk out of that place, I'm still carrying that. I don't want to just go in there and go, I had a revelation, I had this, and then forget it. Right. This is such a huge key that you're sharing because it is, it's in the digesting of the word, isn't it? As we contemplate and meditate and like you said, honor the revelation that's been given, that's come from the word, from reading the word or just being in the presence of God. It's when we digest, we understand what the Lord is saying. Our hearts get flooded with revelation light that we become the word. We start to live out of that frame of reality, don't we? That expansion of his nature now within us or that whatever it is that he's imparted into us. It's, that's massive. I think um, to be able to do that, to prioritize his presence, like you say, ask for the Holy Spirit to give you the grace to get up in the morning and just give him that that sacrifice, that love gift of that uh, lack of sleep, (laughs) just to to start your day with him sets you. It just, I agree with you. It completely changes everything I do. The the second I open my eyes in the morning, the first thing I say is good morning, Jesus. And I immediately go into thankfulness. That's taken years of just practicing, desiring, and then practicing his presence. Now it's automatic. I just get up and it just, and I begin my day with him like you do. And then yes, to just treasure and savor what he's given you is just life transforming. Like I said, you, you become, you become the word. It it just, he becomes a part of you, expresses out of you in a different way, doesn't he? And you're changed and you're strengthened and your roots go down deeper into the experience of him. I love it. It's the script, Ephesians 20, 
for for 23 and 24 isn't it that we are changed by every every unfolding revelation yeah Yeah. we are transformed as we embrace the glorious christ within and live in union with him it's living that okay so just fast forwarding to current day i know when you and i spoke briefly um you were saying that the moment the Lord has just been gripping you with some current revelation. Um, can you, you, do you feel free to just share yeah, some of what yeah. you have it's, been given? It's, you know, and it is exactly what we're talking about because we're talking about this unfolding revelation, this ongoing yeah. revelation. And so yeah. when he speaks to me, I often go back to my journals and look and see, you know, different things that he's taught me. I, I especially will do this um, once a month. I go into my journals and just refresh. Okay, Lord, is there anything I didn't ponder? Mm. Uh, but also at the end of the year. And so as I'm looking at my journals, this was one of the things that popped up this Exodus 24. Mm. And he had me go back. And so I want to go on to um, verse. So it's still chapter 24 in Exodus. But in verse 16 it says now the glory of the lord rested on mount sinai and the cloud covered it six days and on the seventh day he called to moses in the midst of the cloud i just want to say something right now god we get so excited don't we when god says come on come spend time with me i want to pour into I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to tell you things to share with people. And we go into the glory cloud and we're like, here I am. And sometimes he doesn't speak right away. Sometimes we have to wait. And Moses was there in the glory for six days, six days. Now, what would we do? I mean, I might be like, okay, God, I've been here six days you haven't said anything what's happening you know i might question i might doubt moses was there six days and it was on the seventh day that god called to him six is the number of man it is the number of flesh Mm. when we go from fleshly things we just get before him and we say god all of me all of me I don't want to hold anything back because you are everything. You are life itself, right? So on the sixth day, so it is this process of dying to self. It is this process of letting go so that we can live. It was on the seventh day that God called to Moses and said, now come up higher. So we stay there and we say, yes, God, everything you can have everything. You can have the sleep that I really, really want. (laughs) You can have my need to fix things. You can have my need to understand. I'm going to be okay with the mystery of not understanding. I'm going to be okay with trusting you because I know you love me and I'm not going to control. And so God calls to Moses and from this place on the seventh day, He calls him even higher, even higher. So it is once we get past the flesh and we say, that's it. It's okay. You know what, God, six days, six months, six years, I'm yours. I am content and I will trust you. And then he says, great, now come up higher. In verse 18, 
uh, or verse 17, the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Mo Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. And, and I won't keep reading, but then God begins to unfold the revelation of what he was supposed to, what Moses was supposed to bring down to the children of Israel. God wants us to come higher, but the way to go higher is for us, for our flesh, for every thought of self to begin to be consumed with the beauty of who he is. Acts 17, 28 is one of my favorite scriptures. It says, in him, we live and move and have our being. And we say it and we quote it, but we're still consumed with, with us. We're still, we're so consumed with the sacrifice of what it means to take up our cross that we forget that it was because of the joy that was set before Jesus that he endured the cross. Yeah. It is this beauty of God, everything. You are everything. I love you with all that I have. And I know that when my eyes are on me, I can't see you fully. And I want to see you fully. It was when I started not just spending time with God, but honoring him, recognizing my union with him, our union with him. You know, we, we talk about this, Liz, you talk about this so beautifully about our oneness and our union with him but it is the first part of galatians 2 20 i've been crucified with christ and it is not a sad oh yeah there's none of me no it's oh god so that you could live fully through me so yeah. when we turn our attention to him when we turn our attention fully onto this Christ within us, that's when we start getting free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just profound. I can feel the presence of Jesus while you're speaking. You know, I've had a, I've had several encounters as well that are all different, that they're all around this same theme of where Holy Spirit is taking us now to live in this all consuming state of heart and mind. There was one experience I had recently where all I saw in my conscious awareness was Christ and his kingdom and his promises and every all other peripheral vision, all other distractions and perspectives were gone. There was just face to face living experientially, experientially consciously in my awareness of Jesus and his realm, his presence, living within that. Like you just said, you know, we live and move and have our being in God. It was that. It was living and moving and having our being in Christ and being consumed, like you just said, by the beauty of who he is and being yeah. set free. And yeah. I, agree, I felt the, the yearning of Jesus' heart to take us higher, to take us into this place. Now, this is the invitation to be utterly in love with him, utterly consumed and living literally in the abundant life that he promised in John 10, 10, you know, I came to give you life and life in abundance, you know, just knowing him. No, yeah. that is abundant life, isn't it? He is abundant life, knowing him. So, oh my goodness. I could talk to you for hours as usual. <laughs> uh, and it is, this is, 
this is our joy to know yes, him. We still and know yes. everything else. If we can become consumed with knowing him, then we don't have to worry about all these peripheral things. You know, yes. yes, we have real life issues that we need wisdom for. Yes, we deal with a lot of things. We have things within ourselves that need to be healed. But when we get to know him and we remember in him, we live, move and have our being. If we can be consumed with him, all of these other things come into alignment because we have right perspective and we can see. My spiritual mom says this and I love it. She says, we can't live face to face with Jesus if we have other faces in between. Yeah, that's very wise. It's the truth. Yes, it is. Yeah. And he's giving us that grace, isn't he, in this hour to just be able to have eyes only for the king, nothing in between, clarity, just face to face, knowing his heart, knowing him in the way that we are desperate to. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's love. It's love. If we, you know, to me, I believe everything comes back to this knowing how much he loves us. Yeah. Knowing how much he loves us. And for me, even as a young child in that Catholic church, I just knew he loved me. Yeah. I just knew it. I didn't have any spiritual experiences that I would call normal now back then. Mm -hmm. I just knew he loved me. And we know that when we spend time with him when we spend time in his word, when we spend time quiet in his presence. Yeah. Yeah. The love of God changes us. hundred percent. I agree. And I, I love what you've just said, you know, as well. He wants us to know our worth, to know how valuable, immensely valuable to him we are and um, to live from the security and the strength that provides for our lives, irrespective of what we're going through, like you then, you know, as a child living in a drug house, and yet you wandered around that Catholic church and you knew your worth. You knew you were loved, just knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it changes your life, doesn't it, completely? I know. It, it really it, does. The mm-hmm. love of God, you know, when we know the love of God, we can say it and and this has been something that's been popping up more and more in conversations I've had with other people where they're declaring all the right things or saying all the right things. They're, they're saying, yes, and I know God loves me and I'm gonna, and they, they turn the focus away from God and back to themselves. When we really know the love of God and we're honoring these things he's speaking to us, it begins to shift our focus off of us so that we're not just saying, bless God, he loves me and bless God, I know his word says this and bless God, his word says this and I'm not letting go. There, it is a stance of confidence, but it is a stance of humble confidence because wow, wow, the king of everything loves me. He loves me Mm -hmm. in all of my shortcomings and all of my, man, I messed up again and all of my flesh that I don't want to see, but still somehow keeps rising and all of the, what I'm not, I still keep focusing on who he is. Mm 
and I keep focusing on his love. And wow, what an honor we have to walk every day with him. Like I did as that child walking with him all day long, conscious of him. Love causes us to trust. And it isn't a, I'm shaking myself to believe. Love causes us to trust because it changes us. And it makes it easier to trust when you know he loves you. It's the truth. It's the truth. Can you see, can you feel Jesus just pouring into your spirits right now? I can, I can feel him as you're speaking. Honestly, Gretchen, the power that's flowing out of you right now and at the expression of his love. And yeah, and then as you are convinced of the love of God, you recognize the value in everybody else, don't you? And you yeah. then begin to become compelled by love and you're completely set free of self-centeredness. It's just glorious. Anyway, we're going to have to stop. I don't want to. It's <laughs> such a powerful conversation, but we, we just come in agreement right now that this week, even right now, and as you go on through today and the rest of this week, you will know your worth. Jesus will convince your heart of your value beyond anything you've known that you will be, you will experience that you are loved and be completely set free. Even in the most traumatized, hidden areas of your heart, you will experience his touch. We agree. We agree. So, amen. Amen. Gretchen, thank you. Thank you for sharing your precious time with us. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor and a joy. Oh, always, always. We'll do part two. <laughs> oh, and bless you guys for being with us. We really do pray that you have the most amazing week experiencing the love of God and look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.